I can generate more love, I can generate more energy, I can generate more money, but I cannot generate more time. It is a finite resource. All of us get 24 hours a day, so I'm very wise about my time. I've learned to get a lot of shit done in a pretty brief period of time when I'm focused. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 174, The Golden Chunk of Time, Using Boundaries to Get Shit Done. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about using boundaries around your time so you can get shit done. I'll be giving you some specific ideas for how to put boundaries around your time so you can be very purposeful and focused to get shit done, even if it's just for a very few minutes. When I coach my clients, one of the metaphors I use with them is the idea that you can think about your precious resources of love, money, energy, and time as your property. And I encourage you to think about them like you would a piece of property that has a boundary around it or maybe a fence around it. And for me personally, of all those precious resources, time is my most precious. But before I get into the topic at hand today, I want to say a couple of things about boundaries that I've noticed recently. And it's not that I haven't noticed them before, but they've really been at the forefront of my mind and I feel the need to share them right now. There is something that happens when you develop healthy boundaries, whereby it's almost like an energetic force field develops around you that both repels other people's negative shit and holds on to your good shit within that force field. So things that used to really disturb me in the past just sort of roll off my back in a way that don't bother me at all. Like they roll off the outside of my force field. And I get to hold on to my good energy even when lots of drama is going on around me, as if it stays within my force field. So let's say someone around me that I really care about is having a horrible day. In the past, I didn't know I was doing this, but I'd automatically bring my energy level down to their level. I felt like it wasn't okay for me to continue having my fabulous day if they weren't having one. And that's no longer the case. So that is, I get to continue still having a fabulous day, even if my loved ones are struggling. And their negative energy doesn't seep into my territory where I can feel their feelings like I used to. 
So two things have happened recently that really stand out to me that illustrate this. One of them was last night. My sweetheart was here and he has a chronic illness and he had really bad symptoms where he was in a lot of pain. And I said to him, is there anything I can do? And he said, no. And then that was it. I went on to doing my thing and I wasn't completely consumed with the fact that he was in pain. Now, of course, I checked in with him every once in a while I kissed him, I caressed him, that sort of thing. But I wasn't completely consumed with the fact that he was in pain. That would not have been the case for me prior to having healthy boundaries. It's very clear to me now, it's not happening to me. And he and I have talked about this in the past. And one of the things he said to me at one time was, I'm glad that it's not affecting you when I'm in pain. And that you're not feeling my pain because I don't want to have to worry about you. I get to be in my pain and have my pain and not worry about whether it's affecting you or not. So I want to share with you, dear listeners, so that you understand that you having healthy boundaries helps the people around you in ways you might not even imagine. And then the other situation recently was when I was with a friend where she parked her car on the side of the road and we hung around for a couple hours having lunch and going shopping in this town near where she lives. And when we came back to the car, there was a dude standing near there and it seemed kind of like maybe he'd been standing there the whole two hours we were gone. And he started yelling, do you realize you parked your car in the middle of the street? And people had to stop if there was a car coming from the other way so they could get around. I said, no, we didn't realize it. I'm sorry. And he was like, how could you not realize it? And I said, yeah, we wouldn't have done that if we realized it. Now, while this was happening, my friend was who was driving the car, who had driven the car, was still crossing the street. So she didn't hear all of it. She just saw the end of it. And the thing is that this didn't even phase me. It just sort of rolled off my back or off the outside of my force field. And I thought, you know, clearly this guy's got issues that an apology didn't even work for him. And by the way, we were not parked in the middle of the street. We were parked on the margin of the road. And originally there had been a whole line of cars that we were parked behind. When my friend got in the car, she was like, fuck that asshole. And I didn't even feel like that. I was just like, whatever. What a sad man that even when we apologize, he is still upset. Like he was probably stewing that entire time. And he's living this really sad life. And that situation just did not penetrate me in the way that things like that used to. I would have been really disturbed and felt like shit after that, probably for hours. And also I would have complained about it a lot. I maybe would have even gotten defensive with the guy and into an argument, but not now. That's his shit, not mine. I was having a wonderful afternoon with my friend. We had a delightful lunch and I got this really cool gazing ball for my garden and I was really happy about that. And I got to continue feeling happy about that even though this guy was all upset and yelling at me. I got to hold on to my good energy and repel his negative energy. 
All right. So that being said, now I want to talk about the golden chunk of time and using boundaries to get shit done. The reason my most precious resource out of the ones I named above is time is for two reasons. One, I used to give my time away to other people all the time, and I just don't anymore. And two, I can generate more love, I can generate more energy, I can generate more money, but I cannot generate more time. It is a finite resource. All of us get 24 hours a day, so I'm very wise about my time. I've learned to get a lot of shit done in a pretty brief period of time when I'm focused. Now, last week, I was on an outreach call with a fellow in recovery, and she does some of the same things I do with time, which I'll share momentarily. And she said, I call it my golden chunk of time. Now, this is a mom of three kids, two of whom are twins, one of whom has special needs. She works full time, is a Girl Scout leader, goes to church, and she's in two recovery programs. In other words, She's a really busy person with lots of people who depend on her and with a lot of demands on her time. And when she said, I call it my golden chunk of time, I was like, oh my God, I love that. I'm going to steal it. And what she was talking about was that she will set a timer for, say, 20 minutes and work on a task and just super focus on that one task and nothing else for those 20 minutes. Since she has started doing that, it has helped her in so many ways, which are very similar to the ways in which it's helped me. But unlike me, she does not live alone. She does not work for herself. She is not single and she has three kids. So I want to use her as an example to start here. So you can see that these things I'm talking about work for all kinds of people, no matter what kind of busy they are. Because even though I don't have the same demands on my time as she does, I'm still a very busy person, which is how I like it. Now, golden chunk of time getting shit done benefit number one that my friend mentioned was that she's able to tell her kids, I need 20 minutes. And it's short enough that her kids can handle waiting 20 minutes, but it's long enough that she can actually get a whole bunch of stuff done. Golden chunk of time getting shit done benefit number two that she mentioned is that her ability to focus on that one thing takes an enormous amount of guilt that she used to have about not doing other things that she also needs to have done. This boundary of the 20 minutes of time, and I'm saying 20 minutes, it's not always 20 that she uses. I'm just saying that as an illustration. She stretches the length of the golden chunk to whatever time she has available to her. There's something about knowing I'm doing this for 20 minutes and it's okay for me to spend 20 minutes on this one thing. I don't need to waste my mental energy on thinking about all the other things that need to get done. Okay, now about me and my use of boundaries around my time to get shit done. The way I got introduced to the idea of using boundaries around my time, which was way before I had healthy boundaries, was that somebody introduced me to someone called the fly lady. She's probably still around and she teaches people who are shitty housekeepers to become good housekeepers. And so I was like, totally me. 
And one of the things she recommended is to set a timer for 10 minutes and just work on something for 10 minutes. And when that 10 minutes is up, you stop. Now, sometimes you might keep going because you've got some momentum going, but you give yourself permission to stop after 10 minutes. And it's such a small investment in time that it's pretty easy to commit to and then do. I started doing that and it really helped me a lot. It was amazing to me how effective it was. It showed me that it was getting started that was the hardest part. And I've talked recently about how getting started is the hardest part of new behavior. And that's why consistency is so hard to maintain because we have to start over and over and over again. So that's episode 168, why consistency is so hard and how to get over that hurdle. I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want to hear it. But in my case, once I got started, it was easier to continue. So I did that technique from the fly lady for maybe a year or something like that. And it really helped me to declutter the hot spots in my house. So that was my first introduction to the idea of using time as a boundary. Then after I got into recovery and had already started forming healthy boundaries in a number of areas, I got laid off and started working for myself. And I somehow got introduced to the Pomodoro technique. If you've never heard about it, it's a productivity method whereby you work for 25 minutes, then you take a break for five minutes, then you work in these 25-minute segments with five-minute breaks in between, and after two hours, you actually get a 15-minute break. And there are several ideas behind why this helps productivity. One is that your brain and body need regular breaks. It's helpful for your creativity to take breaks. And another is the ability to focus, which is enhanced by these breaks and the short periods of work time. I am what I call a recovering multitasker. Now, I still really love feeling super efficient and I still do some multitasking. For example, I will listen to a podcast while doing chores. But when I used to work full time, I was a program coordinator for urban education programs, sometimes running programs in 25 schools. So I sat in front of my computer all day doing a lot of communicating via email with people, and I had a bell on my email so that every time an email came in, I got dinged. And that meant that I dropped whatever I was doing to deal with whatever the situation was in the email. Now, I always got a lot done, and I've always been a very productive worker, but let me tell you, it was difficult for me to do something that required a large chunk of my attention. I was the kind of worker where as soon as something came to mind that I needed to do, I would drop whatever I was doing and do the thing that came to mind. And then couple that with getting dinged when the computer let me know an email came in. These kinds of things would happen again and again. And that meant I was often rushing from thing to thing, worried that I was going to forget something or drop the ball on things, even though I always had some kind of to-do list. Now, fast forward to when I started using the Pomodoro technique. At first, when I was working within one of those 25-minute segments, which are dedicated to one task or project only, I think I forgot to mention that, I was like, oh my God, I can't forget. I got to do this ABC thing. I got to do that XYZ thing. And in the past, I would have dropped whatever I was doing to do the thing that popped in my head. But I knew I set that timer to work on this particular task. 
And I had made a commitment to myself to follow through on that one task, which, by the way, having healthy boundaries meant I was able to follow through on my commitments to myself, which I wasn't able to do before having healthy boundaries. So when that happened at the beginning of using this technique, I started writing things down when they came to my mind, then going back to the task at hand. Now, over time, I stopped writing things down and just let them go, partly because I knew it would either come back to me or partly because I had started putting things on my calendar instead of on a to-do list. That is, I would schedule an hour to work on, say, creating that presentation, or I'd schedule 90 minutes to work on my podcast. So I had them chunked as time on my calendar. Now, there was something about that 25-minute segment of time that my friend got right. It is a golden chunk of time. So here's what happens for me that makes it golden. One, it allows me to get into a state of flow. If you know anything about the state of flow, it's where you achieve a level of concentration that is so deep that you don't even sense the passage of time. It's like you're in pure creation mode and nothing else seems to exist. The 25-minute Pomodoro time is enough to get you into flow. And let me tell you, the level of productivity that happens when you're in flow state is absolutely incredible. So even though I'd always been very productive, I'm way more productive now. Another thing about this boundary around my time that makes it golden is this guilt thing that my friend was talking about. I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, I can see I used to feel guilty when I was working on something I enjoyed. Now, this still happens occasionally, but it happened all the time when I worked at Yale. I kind of felt like I was going to get in trouble if I got caught doing something I enjoyed, like I wasn't supposed to be doing it. I don't know how to explain that, but that feeling has primarily gone away because I've set aside these chunks of time to do this particular thing, and I allow myself to indulge in it. I don't feel the need to rush. I used to have a sense of urgency at all times, and I think working in this method has helped me enormously with that. Anytime I start feeling like I'm rushing, I slow myself down and I tell myself, there's plenty of time. I've set aside this time to work on just this thing. Now, in the beginning of using this technique, I didn't want to take the five-minute breaks, but I forced myself to do it. And now I always take my breaks. I do a couple of different things when I take my breaks. At minimum, I go up and down the stairs, so I'm moving my body. I think I mentioned in another episode recently, I heard that sitting is the new smoking. It is not good for your health to sit all day, so I get up and move. So sometimes I don't take the full five minutes, and if I have a lot going on, I might literally just run up and down the stairs and that's it. But usually I do take the full five minutes, and I do things like chores And the reason that's important is that before I was in recovery, if I ever tried to work from home, I would get so distracted by all the things I, quote, should be doing around my home that I wouldn't get my work done. And now I fit those things around my home into those five-minute breaks. 
And because I've been doing that for years now, I've seen how much shit I could get done in five minutes. I can literally empty and refill the dishwasher in five minutes. I can change a load of laundry two floors down in five minutes. As I've noticed just how much I can do in a short period of time when I'm focused, if I have one minute to spare before a Zoom call, I know there's something I can do in one minute. Now, some of you might think this is crazy, but I want you to know that this is coming from a place of efficiency and healthiness. Whereas in the past, if I had that mentality of what can I do in a minute, it was almost like I was punishing myself because I needed to make sure I got something done. But this is something I get to do in a minute rather than something I have to do in a minute. It's almost like this boundary of one minute or five minutes or 25 minutes gives me a sense of ease. It really is like a golden chunk of time, as my friend expressed. So this golden chunk of time has allowed me to stretch the amount of time inside my boundary so that whatever I'm doing fits into it. At least in my mind, it fits into it. I don't have this pressure that I used to to get things done because I know there's plenty of time. The other way that time has become these golden chunks comes from when I block my time. Perhaps I'll say I'm going to work on my finances at one o'clock on Tuesdays. I'm going to work on my social media at nine o'clock on Thursdays or Monday hour one as at 9 a.m. Mondays where I plan my week, that sort of thing. I have specific times in my calendar where I work on specific things. And I might not get them entirely done during that time, but I know I'm going to come back to it the next week and continue working on it. It allows me to move forward on multiple areas of my business simultaneously. One of the things we say in the world of entrepreneurship is that being an entrepreneur is like building a bridge while walking across it or building a plane while flying it. You need the business to be operating, but you're still building it as it goes along. And there could be a sense of urgency that comes along with that. One of the ways to tackle that is to chunk your time, like I've just mentioned. Chunking my time in conjunction with timing my tasks and taking breaks in between has turned all of these chunks of time into golden chunks of time. They somehow are so much more valuable because I put these boundaries around them. Their boundaries of time and their boundaries of purpose around my tasks. So when I'm in it, I'm focused on the one thing that I'm doing. And even if I have a thought about doing something else, I bring myself back to the task at hand because I know I have that elsewhere on my calendar. I know I will come back to that because I've proven to myself over and over again, I can count on myself to follow through for myself because I have healthy boundaries in many areas of my life. I show up for myself now and I didn't do that before. And boundaries have everything to do with that. The process of me learning how to set boundaries in my life was me teaching myself to show up for myself because my boundaries are for me. They're not for other people. And they're for me to live my life on purpose. 
And one of the most important ways that I live my life on purpose is by using these golden chunks of time. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listened to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.